Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 77, the worst places to get breastfeeding advice. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hello, hello. It is my baby's nap time on a Monday afternoon, which means I'm here recording a last minute podcast episode for you. Oh man, it is really rough to carve out time with a newborn baby. My baby is five weeks old now, five and a half weeks, and we're still just trying to figure out like a schedule and not that we'll ever be on a strict schedule, but just trying to figure out like what a normal routine looks like for us. And, you know, anytime that we think we have it figured out, my husband and I, um, we are thrown for a loop the next day. <laughs> for example, um, we went out of town the, um, this last weekend and one of the nights my baby, she laid down and just slept for four hours. Like she just fell asleep all on her own and she slept for four hours straight. And we were like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like maybe we figured something out. We've like, you know, turned and over a new leaf and, And then the next night she cried till like one in the morning. (laughs) That's just how it goes sometimes with babies, right? Just when you think you have it all figured out, you don't. Um, But I am excited to spend a little time to chat with you today for a new podcast episode. I hope that you are loving this podcast and hey, if you do enjoy this podcast, which you probably do if you're listening to this right now, <laughs> then could you take two minutes and leave me a podcast review here on Apple? That is the best way to help grow my podcast episodes so that other moms can find this and listen in and get the help that they need, or just share it with a friend or family member who has a young baby or will be having a young baby soon. And that is the best way that you can tell me that you enjoy this podcast and that you want me to keep making podcast episodes. So thank you so much for being here and listening in. I want to talk to you today about the worst places to get breastfeeding advice. (laughs) And you probably can guess what some of these places may be. Um, but this is just going to be kind of a fun episode as I talk through some things with you. And then I want to actually read off some responses that I got on a recent Instagram post where I asked, what is something ridiculous, ridiculous you were told not to do while lactating? And, um, you know, I thought that these were pretty hilarious, but some of these might be things that you have heard before as well. And we're just going to talk through some of these myths and, (laughs) and kind of debunk some of them. So, um, before we jump into that, I want you to think in your own head right now, what is the worst lactation advice you have ever been given? Okay. 
think about that. Um, and what I want to do first is talk you through the worst three places to get breastfeeding advice. Number one is Google. Now Google is great. Google can be so helpful. Trust me. I Google everything as well when it comes to like recipes or, um, trying to plan vacations, but when it comes to something as important as feeding your baby and also something as important to you as nourishing your baby and bonding with your baby in that way, you don't really want to rely on whoever posted some breastfeeding advice on some website. You don't know if this person is actually trained on lactation, if they are just going off their own experience, if they have any sort of backing to what they are saying. (laughs) And, um, honestly, You know, even going off of this, there are a lot of people who do claim to be professionals who have programs even that they sell that really undermine breastfeeding. And it may not even be a lactation um, specific program that you're purchasing. The most often, the most common one that I see in my practice is parents who buy um, programs on helping their baby to sleep through the night. (laughs) Those sometimes can really shoot parents in the foot when it comes to their breastfeeding journey, because it doesn't, um, follow what we would consider as good, Um, lactation advice, such as, Hey, going really, really long stretches in between feeds and only feeding say four times in 24 hours is actually just not biologically normal. Babies are not built to go that long between feeds and feed that few of times throughout the day. That's just not how it works. So be super careful when you are scrolling around on Google. Um, And especially if you're having a very specific problem when it comes to breastfeeding and lactation, sure, you can look up some general things on Google, but just remember that that is not specific advice that has been personalized to you by a healthcare professional. And even just, you know, reaching out to someone who is a professional on Instagram and sending them a DM, them responding to that DM is not how professional advice should be shared. The best way to do it is to actually hire a professional, pay them for them, their time, sign consent, saying that you give your okay, that they can give you their professional opinion. And then you meet together in a very professional way. And you pay attention to what that professional is saying because you have paid them for their time. And so you are interested and you are invested and you're going to be much more likely to listen to what they say and take it into your own life and make it work for you. If you have met with a professional in that way. Also side note, um, be very careful about Googling in the middle of the night. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I feel like my anxiety is at an all time high when I start Googling in the middle of the night. And it seems like, uh, something really awful is about to come from the thing that I Googled. (laughs) So be careful about that. Um, my second place that I would say is one of the worst places to get breastfeeding advice is actually pediatricians. 
Now hear me out on this. I have nothing against pediatricians. I have had many pediatricians myself for my kids, um, different ones, you know, as we've moved to different homes. Um, and I've loved all of them and they've been so smart in ways that I am not, (laughs) but let me just tell you the truth. Pediatricians and all of their training, they got little to no, um, training education on lactation and breastfeeding. Now that might sound surprising to you, especially when you're thinking about a pediatrician, someone who works with young babies and young kids day in and day out, you think that they would know and be trained on lactation. Well, they're not best case scenario. They had one day of training in medical school on lactation. Um, more likely is maybe like an hour, And many just have no training on lactation and breastfeeding. So while pediatricians are so smart, don't expect your pediatrician to be your go-to for specific personalized advice when it comes to lactation. Okay. My last one for you, the worst place to get breastfeeding advice is mommy Facebook groups. Now these can be really, really great and helpful for times when you're in a pinch and you just need some quick advice. Maybe you want to connect with other moms in your community, whether they live near you or they just have young babies and they're in the same situation as you. And you just want someone that understands you and can connect with you. And that is so great. And I love mommy Facebook groups for that, but I have found that that's not the best place to get lactation advice. I've seen, for example, um, moms who will post a picture of their baby's oral anatomy and say, Hey, does my baby have a tongue tie? And everyone starts firing off. Oh yeah, for sure. Your baby has a tongue tie. I can see this, this, and this from the picture and you need to go here and have this done. And then you need to go and do this. And, um, that's not how that works. (laughs) First of all, you cannot diagnose a tongue or a lip tie from a picture. Second of all, you have to be a medical professional to diagnose at all. Even myself as an IBCLC, I cannot diagnose. So even I cannot look at a picture and diagnose a tongue or a lip tie. Plus not to mention it's all about form and function. How is that tongue actually functioning at the breast? It doesn't matter just how it looks. How does it do when the baby is feeding either at the breast or with a bottle? So that's just a quick example of why a mommy Facebook group might not be your best bet. So, you know, again, I would not rely on Google. I would not rely on pediatricians and I would not recommend relying on mommy Facebook groups when it comes to lactation advice. Of course, the best place to get it is with an IBCLC that is an international board certified lactation consultant. And we are the experts on lactation and breastfeeding. Okay. Are you ready to hear some ridiculous things that people have been told not to do while they're lactating? And these are true things. These are real things that my followers posted on my, um, on my Instagram about a month and a half ago. And these are really fun. So let's talk about some of these. Okay. So, um, someone posted on here, no sashimi or anything raw. Okay. Have you heard that? Like you are not allowed to eat any sort of sushi or anything that's raw when you're breastfeeding. 
Okay. That's a myth. That's not true. The more important thing is where are you getting that fish from? Is it from a reliable, good source? And, um, chances are you're going to be just fine when it comes to sushi. Okay. Someone posted here that they were not allowed to, they were told that they were not allowed to eat takeaway curry, <laughs> which is so interesting to me. Cause that's a very specific thing to, um, be told that you're not allowed to eat while you're lactating. <laughs> um, this, this mom was told that she was not allowed to visit another newborn because apparently it would affect her milk supply. Okay. Um, I don't know if she meant that that mean meant that her supply would be less. Um, that's definitely not true, but have you ever experienced when you're around another baby and you heard them cry, your milk started letting down. <laughs> now that is a real true and thing, true thing. Um, which is so interesting how our brains are connected to our breasts just by thinking about your baby or hearing a baby cry, or, um, you know, it's been three hours since you last fed your baby. You could just be walking around a grocery store and bam, your milk lets down. I love it. I think it's so interesting how that is connected. Um, this mom was told to not let her baby use her as a pacifier. Okay. That's so interesting. I recently had another lactation friend who said, um, it's so silly for, um, people to say to not let your baby use you as a pacifier because they don't say, Oh, don't let your baby use you as a bottle and how they're equally, um, absurd <laughs> and don't really make any sense. Um, you can use, um, nursing and putting your baby to the breast anytime you want. That is a tool that you have in your tool belt. Anytime you feel like you don't know what your baby needs, even if it's only been an hour since you last fed your baby, you can latch them on and not, it's not only about calories. It's about connecting with your baby, bonding with your baby, your baby, feeling close to you, being able to smell you, being able to taste you. That's all very comforting for your baby. And you can utilize that and you don't need to feel bad about it. Um, so if you ever hear, Oh, don't let your baby use you as a pacifier. Um, you can choose to, um, throw that advice straight in the garbage <laughs> and that's just fine. Um, you do what works for you and your family. Okay. This mom was told to not drink anything cold. Okay. Very interesting. Um, uh, never seen any, you know, studies behind that. So go ahead and continue to drink things that are cold. Um, if you would like this mom was told not to work out. Um, I have heard some people talk about how, um, your muscles, um, when you work out, they excrete, um, Oh, I should have looked this up probably before I recorded this podcast, <laughs> but I think it's, um, lactic acid. Oh yeah. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I think I actually remember it through my mom brain, um, which can get into breast milk. Now that's going to be just fine. So if you want to work out while you're breastfeeding, go ahead and work out. One thing I would say to be careful about is just make sure that you are still eating enough calories throughout the day. And especially that you are staying hydrated. Okay. So if you are working out, make sure that you just drink a little bit more water that day, drink to thirst. You do not need to drown yourself in water but do make sure that you're staying hydrated and chances are that your supply is going to be just fine. 
Okay, so <laughs> kind of going off of that, this mom was told to not drink anything other than water, not even juice or a soft drink. <laughs> so, you know, I am all for like, hey, let's keep breastfeeding as completely um, convenient as possible for the mom. And um, again, there is no studies that I've ever seen that says that you cannot drink juice or soft drinks. Of course, it's always best to drink things like that in moderation. So maybe you don't want to drink, you know, caffeine all throughout the day. Um, you probably want to stick with more like two cups of coffee or, you know, two soft drinks and not go crazy with it all day, but you can drink what you want. And, you know, continuing on this other mom was told to not drink alcohol. Now, um, you can drink alcohol. You don't have to drink alcohol. <laughs> I personally do not, but I know that there's a lot of mamas out there who do want to drink, um, responsibly while they are breastfeeding their baby. And the thing is that your blood alcohol levels are exactly equal with how much you have in your breast milk. So for most of you, if you have a drink and you are still feeling sober enough to go and find your baby and breastfeed your baby, then that's going to be just fine. Pumping out that milk and throwing it away. Isn't going to clear out alcohol from your system any faster. Um, it just takes time to work it out. So, um, again, a good rule of thumb to follow is if you're sober enough to find your baby and feed your baby, then you're sober enough to breastfeed. Um, this mama was told to not eat fast food. <laughs> uh, you know, if that works for you. Then, you know, don't eat fast food, but by all means, don't feel like you have to have these crazy, crazy rules in place that, um, really have no backing. So, you know what you go ahead and, and eat all the fast food you want. Okay. Here's a funny one. So, you know how I just said that another mom was told that she was only allowed to drink water. This mama was told don't drink water else. It will dilute the milk. So funny, right? These things that we can be told that completely contradict themselves. Okay. So, um, another mama was told that if, um, that her milk will go bad if baby doesn't feed on time. So she would have to pump and throw it out if her baby had gone a long time between feeds, <laughs> not how breasts work. Okay. Um, another mom was told to not eat salsa. Um, uh, let's see. This mom was told that it was useless and damaging to her baby to continue breastfeeding after going back to work because being away from her baby meant that her milk stopped having any nutrition value. Okay. That is completely false. <laughs> and if you are told that, and you're going back to work, please let me make a personalized pumping plan for you. Your breast milk is still absolutely so beneficial for your baby. Okay. This Mom was told to not go outside without using something to cover her back because the wind and the cold would hit her and her supply would dry up. Um, another mom was told that she can't eat beans because it would give her baby gas. Um, here's the thing you are, um, your breast milk is made from your blood. It's not made from the contents of your, um, of your stomach. Okay. That's not how it works. It's not like the beans go straight through to your baby. Um, 
Let's see. Um, this other mom was told to pump and dump after a massage because the massage would get out all the toxins so that her milk would be full of toxins. Okay. If you, you know, if you want to pump and dump after a massage, go ahead. But there is no reason why you can't feel confident in continuing to breastfeed your baby. Um, this mom was told to not eat ice cream because her baby would get cold. <laughs> um, another was told if she had a seltzer, the carbonation in the seltzer would give her baby gas. Again, that's not, that's not how it works. That's not how things are crossed through. Um, um, this mama was told, don't tell anyone that you have a good supply cause you may catch evil eye and supply will go down. Um, this mom was told to not eat dairy, chocolate, beans, and peanuts. Okay. Now there are some times, um, where some families will find that eating certain foods is not compatible with their baby. Um, and that certain proteins, for example, from the dairy passing through are, um, not affecting their baby in a positive way. So there are some times where you may have to cut out foods, but what I don't love is parents being told right off the bat, Hey, when you breastfeed, you know, just keep in mind that you can't have dairy, chocolate, beans, and peanuts as an example, <laughs> because chances are you're going to be just fine eating things in moderation. Um, like for example, maybe don't have chocolate with every single meal and as a snack, um, just have it in moderation and chances are you and your baby are going to be just fine, but let's keep breastfeeding as convenient as possible and not make it difficult. Um, okay. Here's another one. This mom was told to not eat onions. Um, this mom was told to not wash her hair and feed her baby with wet hair. Um, this mom was told, don't go into the woods. Ticks will be more attracted to biting you because you're lactating. Um, this mom was told not to go outside without a coat on. I mean, that's probably just smart general advice anyway, right? <laughs> but maybe not very specific to, uh, lactating. Um, this mama was told she couldn't eat honey because it would transfer a disease to her baby. Now you do want to be careful with giving honey directly to a baby before one year of age. But again, that's not how things pass through breast milk. That's not, that's not how it works. Um, this mama was told to not feed on one side to heal a cracked nipple. Um, this mama was told don't pump for more than a few minutes. If you're nursing, because you'll get an oversupply. She said, okay, tell that to my chronic engorgement clogged ducts and eventually low supply from never fully emptying my breasts. That's just a good example of, Hey, what might work for one mom doesn't work for all moms. <laughs> it needs to be very personalized advice. Um, and then to end it off, this mom was told to not squirt breast milk at her husband, <laughs> which made me laugh. And, you know, if you want to squirt breast milk at your husband, you go ahead. That's your choice. So anyway, just, um, kind of a fun episode today with some very interesting advice. So I just mainly wanted to share this with you to get your wheels turning that while you may have found some well-meaning advice on mommy Facebook groups or Google, or even from your pediatrician, just know that they, that may not be, um, evidence-based and it may not be um, personalized to your specific circumstances surrounding how you are feeding your baby. 
So of course, if you want to work one-on-one with me, I want to tell you that consults are opened up again. That includes both in-person consults, but also telehealth, because I know that many of you are not local to Northern Utah. So if you want to check the and see if your insurance will cover up to six free consults with me, you can just click the link in the show notes, or you can just visit breezybabies.com. And there is a link on my telehealth consults where you can check to see if you um, qualify, if your insurance will cover visits at no cost to you. And I hope that you have a great day. Just know that you are doing a great job as always, as you're listening to my podcast or any advice, um, you can always take what's working for you, take what you want to, um, incorporate into your life and your baby's life, and you can leave the rest. Just know that you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. And you are a good friend to all have a great week, mama. Mama.